Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's time for a look back on today's match. This is the Full-Time Report with the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. Today's game is brought to you by Equifax, proud partner of your Atlanta United, The Home Depot, with more ways to help take on your home projects delivered right to your door. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. AT&T, the official wireless partner of Atlanta United, Mercedes-Benz, the best or nothing, and Piedmont, an official health care provider of Atlanta United. The home for MLS in Atlanta. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Here's the voices of our Atlanta United, Mike Conti and Jason Longshore. Great match between two great teams. In our opinion, Atlanta United, New York City playing to a 2-2 draw this evening at Yankee Stadium. All the trickiness of playing on that compressed pitch. It was a pitch that looked like it wasn't really even playing as a true surface at times. Ball bouncing around a lot. You mentioned, Jason, both teams have to play on the midweek against pressing opponents on the road, so fatigue was definitely a factor. But a lot of grit from Atlanta United, twice coming back from a trailing position in the second half to earn equalizing goals and come out of this match with a very well-earned point. Yeah, with a collection of uh, 11 players on the pitch at the end that you just look at the names if you didn't watch it and you look at the names you're trying to figure out where everybody would be on the field you'd get it wrong there's just no way you could guess it it was seriously mix and match at its best from gonzalo pineda to find a way to get a result believe we are going to hear from gonzalo pineda momentarily in the uh, atlanta united dressing room in new york city it looks like they're getting set up for that now while we wait for that the man of the match brought to you by heineken can i call an audible go ahead so we we there's a lot of possibilities here and, yes. and we went through a, a bunch of them in, in the last break tiago almada with his great assist luis araujo was great today alan franco was the highest rated player on sofa score with seven defensive actions i actually want to give it to caleb wiley and i'll tell you why Wiley, we know what happened in the game against Red Bulls. A 17-year-old made a rash challenge in the 18, gave up a penalty. That started the tide going against Atlanta United. He bounces back a couple days later against the defending MLS Cup champions, created two chances going forward, but made seven defensive actions, four interceptions, won three tackles, was as good as you can possibly be after a big mistake in his last match. I want to give it to Caleb Wiley for his mental toughness and showing that professionalism that, frankly, not many 17-year-olds have in him. I agree, and he played the full 90, and, uh, you know, he had very difficult defensive assignments to deal with today and uh, handled it very well. So Caleb Wiley, our man of the match, I know the TV broadcast gave it to Tiago Almada because he led Atlanta United in key passes. He also had the beautiful assist on the Joseph Martinez goal, which you'll hear in a moment. Dom Dwyer, I think, deserves a lot of credit for uh, getting the equalizing goal and 
really kind of picking the team up in the final 10 minutes as well. So a lot of different ways. Yeah, Adarushu was really good again. Joseph Martinez's goal is excellent. He nearly created an opportunity for Marcelino Moreno. There's a lot of possibilities here. But because of the bounce back from a tough spot, and, and that's something that people have talked about, another one of those narratives floating around, <laughs> uh, about bouncing back and, and making individual mistakes. Look, Gonzalo Pineda talked about it after the game at Red Bull Arena. He was very frustrated about those individual mistakes, those lack, those moments where you lack focus, lack concentration, and do something you shouldn't. And Caleb Wiley did. There, there's no reason to go to ground and make that tackle that he tried to make. It's playing with confidence, maybe a little bit too much. Today, he got everything right. He just made so many big plays, and that deserves to be rewarded. So Caleb Wiley, who was not yet old enough to consume a Heineken, is your man of the match brought to you I'll by Heineken. The, yeah, I think you've earned it. <laughs> the, uh, can you taste beer right now? You, you didn't lose I your... haven't lost my taste right, and good. my smell. That hasn't that's left good. me yet. Yeah. It's uh, one of the fortunate things. If I lost my taste and smell in all this, I'd be a very, very miserable person. It's bad <laughs> enough losing my voice. If you lose my ability to drink wine and, uh, you know, pizza, then, well, I'd be a bad, bad person <laughs> to be around. Statistical recap brought to you by Piedmont, official health care partner of Atlanta United. Even game. Flat out. Even game. Shots were 13-13. to 13. Shots on target, 8-3 Atlanta United. Sean Johnson was very good. Possession, 50-50. Key passes, 12-12. Very even game. Uh, expected goals were a little in favor of New York City, 1.73 to 1.52. Uh, Atlanta United, 60% success on dribbles to New York City's 25%. I think that's interesting. Atlanta United also won 58% of the duels, and the passing accuracy for Atlanta United on that futsal pitch, 83%. So a lot of really promising numbers. And I think, again, it gives you a little bit of a, I, I don't know, a, a temptation now when you get to see Almada, Aruju, Moreno, and Joseph on a regulation size pitch Saturday against Austin. Look out because it could be very, very special. Yeah, and, and while we wait for Gonzalo Pineda and maybe a player to, to speak to us from Yankee Stadium, I do want to bring up Aiden McFadden as well. We talked about him late in the match. I uh, moved over to left back. I don't think he'd ever played on the left side, maybe one time with the twos. Um, McFadden has played 200 and not quite 70 minutes. I think he came out in, in one. It came out in the Toronto game. So he's played three starts in a row. Brooks Lennon's going to be out for a little while. You don't have another right back right now without Ronald Hernandez, who's out for a while as well. McFadden's time on a U-20 call-up is over now because the U-20 championship is today with Tyler Wolf playing to try to win the U-20 championship. The U.S. U-20s are going to the Olympics for the first time in a while after a great tournament that Tyler Wolf was part of. But you've got to make a decision at right back. And, and do you have the, the roster spot? And it would probably be a supplemental one when you start getting into the weeds on the MLS rules to keep McFadden there. Or, or are you going to be able to go out and find a right back I don't know if you have time to find somebody straight away. You do have one more game on a short-term call-up that McFadden can play in, but that's it. That would be Saturday. You've got to figure that out. I think Aiden has earned the opportunity to be the guy, and he's a known quantity with this group. He trained with them for the majority of the preseason with the first team because Brooks Lennon was recovering from an injury suffered with the national team. Hernandez was away a lot with the Venezuelan national team. 
So McFadden got those minutes. And I think right now he's shown that he can be the guy. Yeah, and uh, one other thing about McFadden, remember he took a very weird early yellow today. Yeah. Like a weird, Good point. very weird time-wasting yellow. And uh, never, ever put himself in danger nope. after that yellow. Very professional performance by Aiden today. We'll take a break. We'll come back. We hope to hear from Gonzalo Pineda. The highlights also coming up next as Atlanta United and New York City play to a 2-2 draw at Yankee Stadium on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Back, 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 back to the full-time report. The home for our Atlanta United is Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Very hard-earned 2-2 draw. Atlanta United and New York City this afternoon. Evenly played match. The shots were 13-13. The key passes 12-12. Possession 50-50. The goals 2-2. Let's go through them now. The only goal scored in the first half came from Tati Castellanos. We ended up having a brace for New York City today. We thought initially this goal might have been offside, but it was proven by replay to be a good goal. Ias Magno squaring to Cheneau, stepping up to press Araruju. Sadich on the second ball, falls down, and Tyus Magno's got it. Setting it down the middle. Offside play to Castellanos. Shot, it's in the net. Is it onside? Apparently so. 1-0 New York City. And it would remain 1-0 at halftime. That goal really coming against the run of play for New York City. Atlanta United had control for about 10 minutes prior to that goal. But Atlanta United would equalize early in the second half. This was a beautiful goal played in by Almada. Joseph Martinez, the lunging header, the hot play of the match, brought to you by Scana. Off the throw, Aruju bounces it to Almada. Almada pitched to Joseph. Lunging header! Score! Build the statue! And Atlanta United gets a goal against the run of play to equalize. For over 20 years, Scan Energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates and excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 to sign up today. But back came New York City. Tyus Magno again assisting to Tati Castellanos. And just a minute after Joseph's goal, the Pigeons were back in front. Acevedo turning back the other way now for New York City. Slipped ahead to Maxi Morales, dancing through traffic. There's McFadden in from behind to tip it to Magno. Cross, score. New York City right back. One minute after giving up the goal, Castiano scores again. But Atlanta United did not quit on this match. And they've now earned seven points from a trailing or even position in the final five minutes of league games this year. The hero this afternoon, Dom Dwyer. Atlanta United looking for the equalizer. Campbell ahead to Franco. Franco rolls it down the middle to Moreno. Moreno 30 yards away. Passes off to the right to Franco. Franco down the middle, Cisneros. Right side of the 18. Edge of the six. Cross back to Dwyer. Shot. Score! Dom Dwyer does it again. And Atlanta United equalizes in the 86th 
minute. Incredible. Both teams really gassed from that point. It would hold up for the 2-2 draw for over 20 years. Scanna Energy has made it easy for Georgians to receive the best natural gas rates and excellent customer service. Call 877-467-2262 to sign up today. Yeah, last time Dom Dwyer had some late game heroics, uh, I said I was the, I think, president of the, the Dom Dwyer Supporters Club in Atlanta. We just had a, a big amount of applications to join the club after this one because, look, Dom, we talked about it. He, he, he's just the perfect guy to come off the bench for this team right now because he plays in a similar manner to Joseph Martinez. So you don't have to change everything because he's a different kind of player. But he also knows where he is at this point in his career. You know, he's coming off of a couple of, of slow seasons for him. He's one of the all-time leading goal scorers in MLS history. But a couple of bad years, he's looking for an opportunity. He comes to Atlanta and puts himself in a, in a position where, you know, he's, he's delivering in his role in a big way. And with Joseph missing a good bit of time this season, with Ronaldo Cisneros coming in from Chivas and delivering as well, and he's the one who puts the cross in here, Atlanta United went out and, and found those options off the bench up top that they needed to find. Well, it was a long time in the dressing room for Gonzalo Pineda. He's finally now made it out to the podium, so let's listen in to Gonzalo Pineda's post-game remarks. Hey, Gonzalo, um, I didn't know if Doug was in there or not. Um, first of all, can you just kind of give us your thoughts on just general way that the game went and, and kind of the emotions afterwards getting that late point? Yes, well, a little bit of ups and downs throughout the game. Uh, that at some point in the first half we, we were creating good chances. Uh, I remember that chance from, from Joe at the very beginning, the through ball, he's almost 1v1 against Johnson, and then uh, obviously the, the header from Luis, and then the cut back from Caleb Wiley to left, uh, Joseph's left, left foot. So I, I felt that we had a few good chances to, to get something out of the game. We are facing the champion. We are facing a very good team, very solid team with a lot of experience, good coach. So uh, it wasn't an easy game. And, and there were moments where they had a bit more the control and they got a few territorial dominance. And, and we were able to absorb that pressure good at times. And, and then at the end of the game, we push for the victory. We push for the tie first and then push for the victory. So credit uh, and, and a good statement for my team that never quit, never surrender, and, and they, they got a point out of that. The pitch always seems to be kind of a factor in these games at Yankee Stadium. Is one of the keys being able to not get too frustrated at, at turning the ball over in possession? Because it seems like it happens for both teams, and sometimes, you know, the ball can kind of hit off a couple of players and then it, then it bounces your way and you've got an opportunity is part of it just kind of keeping a level head in that stadium not letting it affect you yes i mean we know what is coming to to yankee stadium especially at this moment with the baseball league going on and and that corner i was more concerned about both both teams like getting injuries or something like that that part is very very bad but i felt that is the same for both and i feel like we have to you know, learn how to, and adapt how to play in certain different surfaces. That's part of MLS. And uh, the players did okay on that. Never complain about it. I'm happy that everybody came out healthy with that field. I mean, it's something that really, really concerned me before the game because that part, that corner is, is pretty, pretty bad. And then, you know, this game kind of ends 
in the opposite way as the game against Rebels, where you, you give up a couple goals to, to drop the points at Rebels, but then you come back and you're able to steal a point here. Uh, can that kind of be something that, you, yeah, that you're able to grab onto and, and kind of give you some positive momentum when you come back home next week? Well, I think was, there's a little bit of difference there because I felt against uh, the Red Bulls, we were very dominant. We were very dominant. We, we were by far the best team and we lost. Uh, this game was a little bit more even. Maybe at moments, New York City had a little bit more chances and more territorial dominance, but I think it was more of an even game that both teams had their, their chances and we came out of a draw. I mean, the same could have been, we, we got the three points, right? But uh, MLS is like this. We just hit the half of the season and we need to, to build out uh, this, this momentum with this point. The last performance against Red Bull was encouraging. And then this point, this very valuable point, I don't forget last year, we gave that uh, point at home against New York City in the last minute with that freaky goal. And that was the difference between finishing higher on the standings than them. So maybe this is for us this time, and this point at the end is going to be very valuable. So I, I, I'm very optimistic on that. And so for me, that's, that's the value of this point. And then just one more from me. This was your first time being able to field Joseph, Luis, Tiago, and Marcelino all in the starting lineup together to start the game in a, in a game this season. Uh, what, just, what did you see from them? What were your general thoughts on the way they were all able to play together throughout the match? Um, well, I think that it was good. I felt that um, Thiago at times looked a little bit out of rhythm, which is normal. I felt like, uh, you know, one month and plus days, like it's too much for him. Uh, he, he looked good physically, but the rhythm and the timing, and especially against a team that is very intense in the middle of the park, the timing, the distances were tough for him, but still he was able to produce a very good assist on, on Joseph and do a couple of good plays. So I'm happy with that. Marcelino, I think it was a difficult game for Marcelino because of what I was asking for. I was asking a lot of runs in behind and he was doing what I was demanding, but the perfect ball never came to him. But I'm happy with his understanding of the needs of the team and then Luis and Joseph, I think those two are going to connect very well. And we just need to gel out a few more games to, to really see what this uh, attacking four can produce. But I cannot also forget uh, Ronaldo. I mean, he comes off the, off the bench and then he puts a beast. And then Dom, at the end, the last 10 minutes, he comes and produces a goal. Like, uh, I feel like I have enough attacking power. It's whether we are a little bit more solid defensively and we can keep a couple more clean sheets and then we're going to get points for sure. All right. Final two questions here in the room. Go ahead. Doug. Gonzalo, John, congratulations on points. Um, do you feel like after, like you said, you dominated the match against the Red Bulls, you were able to come back and get points with the Lakeville White Dog here? Do you feel like that's the resilience of your team, especially like you said, they had some chances, they were out of front, but you had some chances, Johnson had to make some decisions. You feel like that showed the, the ability to make the team, especially to come back in a tough environment. I completely agree with with your question, with what you just said. Like the resilience of the team, honestly, it's not easy to look at our roster today. And and when you thought about the beginning of the season, uh, you know, without Brad, without Miles, without Andrew, without the Brooks, without Aussie, uh, uh, without Emerson. I mean, in different parts of the season, we didn't have uh, Joseph, we didn't have Luis. Coming back here with a lot of kids, Aiden, Caleb, Rocco, George, you know, uh, 
and they perform at this caliber for me is encouraging it's like the team has a belief and the team has the belief of continue no matter what is the adversity we try to overcome the adversities and that's the momentum i want to get it's a very good timing middle of the season and from here we can build up well this is dom is a guy that that can smell those chances uh inside the box and at the end of the game when the game is open normally you get those chances so it was a little bit of the fear of getting exposed with one less player in the middle of the park where they are very strong the last 10 minutes and the game can be open or going for the tie and then the winner. So we did that. We tried to risk a little bit and we brought Dom and that's exactly what Dom does at the end of the of the games. He can produce goals or assist and uh, very happy with him coming in and impacting the game. Yeah, I'll admit I was wrong about Dom Dwyer. I mean, he has turned out to be an outstanding addition to this Atlanta United team. He gets the equalizing goal in the 86th minute. Atlanta United earns a 2-2 draw with New York City. We'll take your questions and comments next. Send them in to us on Twitter at MikeConti929 and at Longshoe. We'll continue with a full-time report in a moment on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Back with more full-time report on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, Atlanta United and New York City play a dead-even match this afternoon in the Bronx. They play to a 2-2 draw. Atlanta United wants to remind you that for each Atlanta United clean sheet this season, they'll donate $2,000 to Children's Health Care of Atlanta. This year's donation total, currently $6,000. Time for a couple comments on Twitter. Kevin from Charlotte says, Subs brought the mentality we need can we inject whatever is in Dwyer's blood to the rest of the players? Well, Dom Dwyer can't play every position. And it's, you know, it was a conversation after the Red Bulls match about just bring on fresh legs. The, the mistakes weren't fresh legs there. Um, ideally, you'd like to have subs that give you something different. And, and Dom Dwyer does. You know, as Gonzalo Pineda said, he, he sniffs out those kinds of chances. When you have to go chase a game, he gives you that. But you need players in the holding midfield. You need players at fullback. You need players that can give you some different things. And you just, frankly, don't have them right now because the guys who would be those players coming off the bench are now starting, and there's just nobody behind them. So it's not as simple as just subs and energy. You know, subs can break up rhythm as well. So it's a balancing act for a manager in making those decisions. And when you're this deep into the depth chart, it's tough. I, I wish you had a Dom Dwyer-like central midfielder. Oh, wait, you signed one. as Valdo Alonso, who's <laughs> injured. You right. know, like, it, it's, it's these kinds of struggles that are just part of what you're dealing with right now. But Dwyer's been great. Hopefully you can find some other guys who give you different elements. I thought Machope Chol gave you a lot off the bench today. I agree. Uh, Nicholas Paul Dunbar says, Is it me or is Atlanta United forgotten to attack and transition? It feels like every time... We have an opportunity that we have forgotten or coached out of driving forward into space 
and playing a dangerous ball. Nicholas, I think it's you. Um, no offense, because Gerhard Struber, for the Red Bulls, their manager, he talked about how Atlanta is an outstanding transition team, and that was one of his big concerns was in the press. And you saw the Red Bulls, I think, respect that. They normally press very high nonstop. They had to drop off a little bit to deal with some of those transition moments. They tried to trap a little bit more in the middle third. This game's a weird one. It, the, the pitch, the, the conditions, all of it have an effect. Transitioning in an alley, which is what this is because it's so narrow, it's really difficult to do. And, and Gonzalo Pineda spoke about asking Marcelino Moreno to make a lot of runs in behind. They were trying to transition quickly. There's just not a lot of space to do it in this game. I think Atlanta is still that team that Gerhard Struber talked about that has that duality. They've always been a possession-oriented team from day one. Tata Martino wanted the ball as much as Gonzalo Pineda, and they've always been a team that has the ability in transition, and they have that now with Luis Araujo and his speed, with Thiago Almada and his passing ability, with Marcelino Moreno and his dribbling ability to flip the field, and they've shown that plenty this season too. Susan O, do you really think Campbell's playing that well? We see many mistakes and goals where he's not covering. Many times he forgets he's playing defense. George Campbell's 21 years old. He just turned 21 years old. He's played, I think, 11 starts this season, 14 games, first year as a regular. Is he clean in possession at all times? No, he's not. Would he be starting if Miles Robinson was healthy? No, he would not be. Um, he's given you the best that he can, and I think he's developing every time you see him. If it's only going to be... George Campbell made this mistake, George Campbell made this mistake, George Campbell made this mistake, then what I'm going to ask people who only see his mistakes is to also give him praise when he flips the field via dribbling, when he doesn't turn the ball over with a pass in the back that's a little loose, and he dribbles past one or two defenders, when he wins a set-piece delivery played in, and he's winning those headers that weren't being won earlier in the year. If it's only going to be the nitpicking on the negatives, please give him praise when you get the other side. And also, please remember, he's 21 years old, and he's playing massive minutes for this team when he was not expected to coming into the season when he was supposed to be your top reserve off the bench. George Campbell's a homegrown player. Homegrown players are what you want to see in your club, and they need to be protected, and they need to be celebrated and not nitpicked because you have to be able to play young players and know that they're going to make some mistakes. <laughs> George Campbell's a better player now than he was at the beginning of the season than he was at the beginning of last season because he's played and he's growing from it. He will make mistakes. He's 21 years old, and he's playing a lot more minutes than was expected coming into the season. One more from Kerry Smith. He says, my son and I have discussed former villains to Atlanta sports teams that have become <laughs> beloved playing for us. Dom Dwyer is at the top of the list. You could not have asked for any more than he has given us on the field, and I agree with that. Wow. I, the only one that comes to mind, and he, had, he did not deliver like Dom Dwyer did, is uh, Joe Horn. Yeah, the did, Saints coming it, over. Didn't that, really didn't, work. Yeah. that didn't work out. Uh, Bobby Hebert worked out uh, Yeah, well. that's a good shot. That, were, that was where I was about to go. Um, Hey, maybe this is a topic for Grant McCauley coming up next <laughs> in terms of a, a baseball player who was yeah. a villain 
who ended up with the Braves and became a fan favorite. I, if anybody knows the answer to that question, it's Grant. Okay. Well, Grant, you've been challenged. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know if Fred McGriff was that much of a villain. No, I don't know if he was Before a he joined the Braves. I mean, the one I always think of in reverse is Dale Murphy. Right. Who was associated with the Philly, uh, for the Braves for a long time and then ended up uh, finishing out his career with the Philadelphia Phillies. And that is an excellent tease because Grant is going to be up in less than 10 minutes. We're going to take one final break. And we'll look ahead to the Austin match on Saturday after this. Atlanta United and New York City playing to a 2-2 draw today on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This should be it. That is it. Full time. This is the full-time report on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. All right, we're going to get out of here quickly because uh, Grant McCauley, Corey McCartney are coming up next with From the Diamond on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 2-2 draw today, Atlanta United and New York City. The equalizing goal coming from Don Dwyer in the 86th minute. Between now and Saturday, the international transfer window will open. So Atlanta United will have goalkeeper Raul Godinho. And center back, Juan Jose Parata, both with the team, and they've been training. They'll both be with the team Saturday against Austin. Austin second in the West, having a great season. Do you think we see either of the newcomers in there on Saturday? I don't know if they they walk into it. It's going to be a fun week at training with a lot of competition for spots. I I don't know if Gudinho automatically becomes the starter because Rocco's given you a lot in goal, and Porata is going to have to battle it out with George Campbell and Alan Franco. Alan Franco was great today um, in his overall performance. I I think it gives Gonzalo Pineda... Some interesting choices to make. And in these three games on the road, he really hasn't had a lot of choices to make in terms of the lineup. He's going to have them at a couple of key positions now. 6.30 Saturday for the Five Stripes Countdown. 7 o'clock will be the kickoff. Atlanta United and Austin FC. May we never have to call games while dealing with COVID again. I hope not. I hope you feel better. I really do. Really, really (laughs) do. Me too. Okay, uh, that's our next broadcast on Saturday. In the meantime, for our producer, uh, Dylan Matthews, and for Jason Longshore, I'm Mike Conti. Once again, Atlanta United and New York City play to a 2-2 draw. From the Diamond is next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend 
or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.